you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live here in New York City. It is Monday, July 25th, the day that's changing my life, Jason, too, but he's won a Super Bowl. My name is Jamie Erdahl. I'm alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion in Jason McCourty. I kind of want to make Jason come back out, come back in, just so I can hype you up. Because that, that. Like, you I'm, got to be a part of mine. I'm going to have that big smile every time you say Super Bowl champ. I, I, I can get used to that on an everyday basis. We thought you okay, might good. stunt on us today and just wear the ring. Peter was going to bring the Emmy, too. I was. I was oh, going to come in with the That would have been, nice. been nice. in the middle of the table. <laughs> 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 uh, I get to do so many firsts today. Time for... The lead Oh, yeah. All right. It's training camp season. And while a couple of teams have already reported the vast majority of the league's veterans show up to camp tomorrow, you'll see plenty of players on new teams, new coaches on the practice field. And since Jason and I are the new faces here on Good Morning Football, we had to ask, which new face do you have the highest expectations for as training camp gets going? For me, this is an easy one. My guy down in Las Vegas, Josh McDaniels. Okay. It's a huge, huge opportunity for him. Second time head coach. Another time around, he's got Devontae Adams. He actually got Chandler Jones coming down. They're to Vegas from Arizona, so they have an action-packed team right there with the guys they're bringing in. Not only that, this team was in the playoffs last year. They finished the season on a four-game winning streak after going 1-5 and five before that going through the adversity that they went through and three out of those four teams 
were one game away mm. from being wow. able mm -hmm. to play in the mm -hmm. postseason. This is a team that we're talking about has the opportunity to possibly be competing for a Super Bowl. Jason, I'm going to take you through the uh, anatomy of the show. So oh. a lot of times, person in that seat is the ex-player, and they have this great, passionate take. And then as the reporter type, I'll just needle you and needle you. <laughs> nice. You said, my it. guy, Josh McDaniels. The last yes. time Josh McDaniels was a head coach, he burned out notoriously in Denver. Players didn't like him. Then he was at Indianapolis, and he was about to take the job, and he did it. Give the Vegas Raiders fans or the people around Link who might be a little skeptical on Josh McDaniels why this is the job and why he is ready to take this team to the next level and not just cool story in August. How many times have you seen that young couple rush into it, get married early on? I love you, Jay. Just to find out, hey, we're too young, too much going on. Do Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez qualify? Yeah, I like look it. Look at this. They're back. I mean, are they? I mean, they count. They're young at heart. Josh McDaniels went through it once in Denver with the Broncos. The second time around, he's learned from that opportunity. You come out, you're the young, zealous head coach. You want to do things one way. You learn another way to massage it in mm -hmm. and get the most out of the team. This is going to be the opportunity that Josh runs with. All right. Well, due respect to the, the banner-hanging Raiders, can we talk about a team that actually <laughs> does it year after? Who's like the Steelers? Transition yeah. right mm -hmm. now. Big Ben gone. Yeah. I'm looking at Trubisky and Pickett. Pickett and Trubisky. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't particularly care. I see the Steelers logo and I see Mike Tomlin on the sideline. I'm like, oh, they're good. Yep. I got to tell you guys, I did something. I, I've been off for a while. You might have heard. I deleted the social media apps from my phone. I just wanted that, that, that toxicity out of my life. No Instagram, no Twitter. So uh, as part of my returning to work schedule, I put them back in. And I had so many tweets to catch up on. And I wanted to do some research on the Steelers. But when I reinstalled Twitter, every single tweet I was getting looks like this. Huge win for NFL Network. Jamie Erdahl's a place for to be around. Some of my favorite things I've ever produced were Jamie the Anchor. That's one tweet. What's up, Keep on. Give me something oh on the God, Steelers. Andy. Congrats to the great Jamie Erdahl on the huge news. Jamie's the best. Cannot wait to see with them. So we did a couple, but get to the Steelers tweets. Get to the next, get to the Steelers tweets. There aren't any more. Nope, there's no, more. No, no. I love he this guy. What phones. a good guy. Congrats, Jason. Right. Great hire. So I wanted to get to the Steelers. So it's all you guys. Sorry. It's good. That's it. it. I'm Shoot, not mad they, at that. I'll you tell know you. What? <laughs> I, I, I asked them, please announce the fact that they picked me for the show at least 10 days prior before they mm -mm. say him because I didn't want to get into the water. But I didn't want to muddy the waters. Like I felt like I wanted my moment before Jason I'm not used to seeing announced. positive social media hey, stuff. That's true. Hey. Nice, you right? got beat for a touchdown and it's, yeah. you suck. Why don't we cut this guy? His brother's way better than him. <laughs> so it's nice to be appreciated. I would say give it a week or two. They, 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 they have a couple takes where the fans yeah. don't exactly agree. Jason's Raiders take exactly let you on fire. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stay in the AFC West. Yes. All right. Because if the Raiders haven't been raising any banners, the Broncos haven't either. Uh -uh. Since Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, that is the last time that the Broncos even went to the playoffs. And now you bring in Russell Wilson and everyone's just like, in pen, here we go. But look, this has been oh, yeah, the quarterback go. situation, a rotating, revolving door. Is that such a thing? A rotating, revolving nope, door? Nope, not a no. thing. I'm a little rusty. Um, <laughs> and then you look at the records here, just just mediocre. Not terrible, not not bad enough where you get the number one pick, which, but not good enough to make the playoffs. Like, the worst place to be as a team. So in comes Russell, and I, and I think everyone just assumes, well, look, two years ago, Brady came to Tampa, and they won a Super Bowl. And last year, Stafford comes to L.A., and they won a Super works. Bowl. Russell Wilson's going to come, and he's going to take the team, and they've got new owners, and boom, 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 we win. No, no, no. New coach, a really difficult division, and a lot of question marks around him. Like, we don't know what that offense is with a quarterback like Russell Wilson. So I have high expectations, but I think all of Denver does. I've said this before in the show. 
Denver is a football town. They just won the Stanley Cup. They've got a great Nuggets team. It is a football town. And that town has been void of a football team worth mm-hmm. talking about for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Russell does that. Now they just got to take care of business. Void of a football team worth talking about for a while now. Unfortunately, I feel sad that I can say the same about my Minnesota Vikings. Okay, I mean, let's go. I know. It's, but Kevin O'Connell is here now. And the pedigree that this guy has as a head coach, he deserves this opportunity. And the fact that he has worked with his quarterback and Kirk Cousins before, this is 2017, when O'Connell was the quarterback's coach with the Washington. Cousins was wildly productive, even without some of his weapons early on in that season. But that was a Kirk Cousins that we love to see. Cousins now has been through four different coordinators in the last four years. His numbers that singular season with O'Connell, they were respectful. We like them. But we want to see more in Minnesota. And O'Connell's the guy after now he's been molded by a Sean McVay in the coming years. And now he arrives in Minnesota. And he is my new face that I am thrilled to see in Minnesota. And he's the guy to take care of the job. As a Vikings, I'd say fan as a child, right? Would you say, oh, would you yeah. say that? You see O'Connell and yeah. you're like... Yeah, or yeah. you like, okay. Yes, yeah. I was fired up. Okay. I mean, that guy's a winner. Uh-huh. That guy's a winner, and let's bring it to town. All right, All right. now let's get the latest. <laughs> that was well done. I know, thank Somebody you. Make it's not the first gift. time you're going to see that. That's today. your first <laughs> gift, Amy. It's done. I know. Now let's get to the latest from around the league from our very own NFL Network Insider. And we've chatted on the phone, but now this is the real deal in Rappaport. Ian, hi. Hi. I'm so excited <laughs> for both of you guys. Jamie, Jason, I mean, this is... This is very cool for me. You guys are awesome. Two great fits for these chairs you're sitting in, and I am so, so happy. It was great. That's our guy. I'm fired up because I need to know some of these things. Ian, training camp is about to be in full swing, and Kyler Murray got his big money extension last week, but we need to hear about some of these deals that haven't gotten done yet. Yeah, and Jamie, this is really one of the big storylines as we get set for players to report to camp. It used to be Who's going to report? Because you know there were always holdouts, there were always contracts that were going to be get, getting done. The players said, you know what, I'm not going to show up until this happens. We're really not in that era anymore. Really now it's about the hold in. It's about which players are waiting for deals and are probably not going to really participate in training camp until they get those deals. Let's take a look at some of those that we are waiting on. One, Debo Samuel for the San Francisco 49ers. This has been something you guys know we have been talking about for months. It's highly publicized trade request from the 49ers. Thought at some point maybe they were going to do it right before the draft. They ended up holding on to him, as General Manager John Lynch said. Two sides have been in talks. Nothing is imminent yet, but certainly this is something very firmly on our radar that could get done early in camp uh, if the two sides come together. Another similar situation, DK Metcalf for the Seattle Seahawks, another star receiver. These two sides have been in talks as well. DK stayed away for uh, most of the offseason for Seattle, rehabbing that foot injury, but clearly, clearly Seattle rebuffed all offers to potentially trade him. They want to get him paid as well. And then finally, one of the best defensive players, regardless of position in the NFL, Derwin James, the standout safety for the Chargers. Another situation where the two sides have been in talks, no doubt, Derwin aims to be the highest paid safety in the NFL, building on the contract that Minka Fitzpatrick got early in the summer. We will see what happens with him in training camp. He's already come public and said he is going to be there, but how much will he actually participate without a deal? We'll see you soon. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. This here is the Good Morning Football break room. At any time during the day, you can get a snack, you can get a drink, or you can find a castmate sleeping on a couch. And we also (laughs) have a lot of great conversations during the downtime. It's a segment we're going to be calling Meeting of the Minds, where we get to know our new co-hosts and some important topics. 
both around the league and in their lives. Let's go with the first question here. Every year there's a team that comes out of nowhere that has a fresh, hot start that we're talking about throughout the season and gets to become a Super Bowl contender. Jason, I will start with you. A yes. dark horse Super Bowl contender for the 2022 season. Who you got? I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. We, already, we talked about all of the guys returning. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley. There's guys all over their roster. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, who had a little bit of spat with Ian Rappaport. We won't get into that. Oh, I like but that. the most important guy, Lamar Jackson, will be healthy, and he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. There's been a lot of talk about his contract. Is he showing up? And not only that, the Twitter beef that he had with an old teammate of mine, Bernard Pollard. Mm. I had to reach out to Bernard. I said, hey, it's a young man's game right now. Get off Twitter. Okay. Lamar's on here spewing off 10 straight tweets. He's killing them. So it's, it's, I'm going with the Ravens. All right, Dark I love horse. it. All right, I'm going uh, for the second time today. Let me give a skull clap Woo! to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh. And I know I already covered Kevin O'Connell. I've already covered Kirk Cousins. But the guys that he is throwing to, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, my goodness, what a talent. Because they're going to be thrown to him because the box doesn't know what to do on defense because Dalvin Cook is such a pro. I'm such a fan of the Vikings. But also it has a lot to do with the fact that the NFC just looks like like it could, there is a pathway there. AFC, much trickier this year. So Vikings coming out of the NFC, they're my guys. Oh my I like gosh. this. We're going to have so much fun talking about Kirk Cousins this season. What a topic. And speaking of that, let's talk more quarterbacks. Jamie, maybe you already know your answer, but which quarterback, guys, quarterbacks rule the world, which quarterback are you most excited to watch on the field this year? Jamie, you're going first. Uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yeah. I feel like I had to stop with the Viking stuff because it's going to come back again. Don't <laughs> worry. Derek Carr, a new coach, Devontae Adams. I'm sorry if I were reunited with my best friend from college, yes. the show would be fire. So I'm just excited for the Raiders. I'm excited for Josh McDaniels and what he can bring to the table in Las Vegas. And Derek Carr, like, he's had this resurgence. He's had the numbers time and time again. He can get out there. He's got a piece together in 2022. Derek Carr's my guy. Mm, yes, I am going with Russell Wilson. Mm. Heading to Denver. This is a guy who's a Super Bowl champion, a guy who's been one of the elite quarterbacks in our league, but still we sometimes find ourselves saying, with his time in Seattle, was it the Legion of Boom, the defense? Was it Marshawn Lynch? Is Russell Wilson an elite guy? Is he a top quarterback? Now he's in Denver. He's returning a top defense and this guy's going to have a chip on his shoulder and is ready to prove that he is the same guy that led the Seahawks to Super Bowl. Mm. Now, if, if you watch this show, you know that Kyle Kyle and I are so deeply rooted in nostalgia and love for this sport. Kyle yeah. will talk about Walter Payton, and uh, he'll go right through Jim McMahon, and I'll go with Perry. Lawrence Taylor and Phil Simms. Those are our, those are our teams when we were growing mm. up. We're going to get to know more about you guys. Jason, let's start with you. Who was your favorite player as a child growing up watching the game? Man, this is an easy one for me. Barry Sanders. Okay. Yeah. I was a guy. You yeah. mentioned it earlier. St. Joseph's Regional High School. Mm-hmm. I was a running back. I thought I was Barry Sanders. Every time I got the ball, I was trying to score a touchdown. This guy made moves all over the field. He ran over people, around people. He made people fall down. This was a guy that was always entertaining to watch, and he made it look fun, although you didn't see the emotion coming off of him, but the moves he was making, it fired everybody up. I used to love watching Barry every time I turned the TV on on Sundays. A great running back. Retired too soon. No, Randy Moss. God, I just can't. I'm giving, I'm just throwing all Minnesota loves fine. Good. I know. Randy Moss, the man wanted, made me want to be a wide receiver. If I had to pick a position, that is what I would have brought. Oh, my gosh. He was so electric. He was so 
fiery. And then he came to the Patriots, and I got to cover him, and I can't get enough of him. His games, though, with Chris Carter, that tandem, and the fact that there is once again wide receiver tandem in Minnesota, it just brings my Minnesota heart joy. It is pretty electric. It's I'm amazing. seeing a pattern developing here, Jamie. We're going to have to run with this thing. All right, coming up, Derek Carr has himself a top five wide receiver in Las Vegas, but can he play like a top five quarterback? We talked about it. We picked our answers, and we'll break it all down next. Top five? Top five. All right. Top five. All right. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Good morning, football! All right, while most of the league's veterans report tomorrow, the Raiders are one of the few teams to have their full training camp up and going, which I'm sure the players are thrilled about. And over the weekend, the new wide receiver out in Vegas, Devontae Adams, made some headlines in an interview with CBS Sports saying any time you change quarterbacks from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Hall of Famer. People took that quote as essentially calling Derek Carr a Hall of Famer and ran away with it. Well, Devontae attempted to clarify his comments yesterday, so we'll 
we'll have to take a listen. What I meant, I left one key word out of there because that's not exactly what I meant, but I do think that Derek's career is Hall of Fame worthy, and why not? I mean, people can say that about this guy or that guy. What I would say is, does he have the, the MVPs right now? No. Has he won a Super Bowl? Not yet. You know, that's obviously what we're chasing. But what I meant to say was, if you go even Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, it's an adjustment. I meant, like, even if it is Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, there's going to be an adjustment. I wasn't saying Hall of Famer Aaron to Hall of Famer Derek. Okay, so nobody is putting the gold jacket on Derek just yet, if I understood that correctly. But we are curious, is this the year that Derek Carr enters the top five? I feel mm -hmm. like we teased the top five in the league conversation. Mm. What do you think? If you're Derek Carr on Saturday. I know. Like, I just want to be like, stop talking. Yeah, and, and on Saturday, <laughs> he says, I go from one Hall of Famer to another. And, and Derek Carr's like, bro. The, no. <laughs> the expectations are high already. Like, can you, can you, and the truth of the matter is, Derek Carr was awesome last year. And that last stretch that they had to get into the playoffs, he played as good as anybody. But mm. when the playoffs came, it was like, all right, let's have that Derek Carr run. We had the Matthew Stafford run where he had to have those big throws. And Derek Carr in Cincinnati had a chance. He had a chance to pull the rabbit out of his hat and to win. And he came up short. And I think what I need to see is not stats, and he will be a top fantasy quarterback this year, make no doubt, is not great regular season play. It's going to be closing the door on one of these things and having that signature win. I, that's how big these expectations are. I can't even have this conversation until he does something in January. And I know making the playoffs was a big step last year. That, you get that monkey off your back, you're like, all right, I got that done. But now it's that next thing. And when you're talking about top five quarterbacks, you're talking about rarefied air. You're talking about the Rodgers, the Mahomes, the Josh Allen, the Brady. Mm -hmm. Are you that fifth guy? Because I know Lamar's lurking. I know there are a lot of different I know Dak Prescott wants in that conversation. That's a good question. I don't you know, know Justin Herbert is. wants in that yeah. thing. Is Derek Carr that fifth guy? Mm. I don't see it right now, but finish one of those drives, get that signature win. That stuff matters. I would say, let's wait and see. Mm. Yeah, for me, I'm going to have to agree with you. My answer is a no. And my answer is not to discredit Derek Carr because I feel like he's a very, very good that's okay. NFL quarterback. Exactly. And that's fine. This is a guy who's had a ton of success. We saw him with a top receiver in Amari Cooper. He's had Darren Waller and his offense for the last few years. The numbers this guy has put up and the stats that he's put up are incredible. Mm -hmm. We've seen the type of player he is in the NFL. I compare it to a guy like Matthew Stafford. This was a guy who was killing it, putting up crazy numbers, goes and wins a Super Bowl this year. Does that make him one of the top quarterbacks in the league? Yeah. I don't think so. Is he one of the better guys? For sure. But does that make him automatically a top guy because he got maybe a better coach? He got better players around him. So there's more team success, 100%. But it doesn't just automatically give you a top quarterback. Like you mentioned, a guy like Dak Prescott, who's been very impressive. We never talk about him as being a top five guy in this, in this league. But if he was to get a better team, yeah. a different coach, and won a Super Bowl, does that make him all of a sudden, oh, yeah, now you're better than Tom Brady because you happen to win this year? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I, I think we know who Derek Carr is. I think it does. I mean, yeah. he won a Super Bowl. Like, if Tom Brady, last year, Tom Brady didn't win a Super Bowl, I'm going to get buried for saying no, this, I guess. But, like, in that single season, not a top-five guy. You have to put, I think, last year, Stafford and then Joe Burrow. When you look at the season in hindsight, sure. looking ahead – Sure, the top five is going to look different, but mm -hmm. I don't know. You go. Mm -hmm. No, listen, they were incredible, and it's Burrow went through Carr. I didn't even mention Stafford or Burrow when I listed my list. That's mm -hmm. how tough that top yes. five is. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Jason just casually brings up Dak Prescott, who has won in the playoffs, right. and Derek Carr is not. But this is why this is great. There's always guys who fill that mold of good guy, 
Good player, good teammate. Just sorry, football's hard. You know, I, I look at someone, just a random example of Pat. Philip Rivers, great guy, great teammate, did some winning, just never was that guy. And I think Derek Carr now is the new Matthew Stafford. That, that is the guy who, unbelievably beloved by his teammates, very talented, says the right things, good guy, good family, hasn't accomplished bubkiss, nothing, no playoff wins. Guys, this is how we measure people in the league. It doesn't matter how many of your teammates say you're awesome or how many games you win. Derek Carr is just this sort of purgatory of quarterbacks, and I'm trying to look for a comp, and I, t I went to the world of Hollywood. Yeah. Who is the Hollywood comp for Derek Carr? What actor? Mm. And I'm like, I think I got it. Here's where I landed. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I got Jake. I think Jake's pretty good. Jake yeah. is pretty good. So yeah. is Derek Carr. Damn good. So is Derek Carr. Now, Jake ain't Leo. He ain't Matt Damon. They both sort of have this uh, bland, unoffensive appeal. You know, people like them. Uh, Jake got an Oscar nom for Brokeback Mountain. I feel like Derek Carr at one point got an MVP nom a few years back because he played that well. Yeah. They've never won the big one. They're good. They're yeah. very good. Famous, famous siblings as well. Famous siblings. Oh yes. yes. Maggie is yes. Darren. Now, you know I love Darren Carr. But uh, we're still waiting for that big, big moment. I, I think, with due respect to Jake Gyllenhaal, I think he's getting the stuff that Leo's passing on. Mm -hmm. And I think that Derek Carr is getting the stuff that Mahomes and Allen are still kicking down in the AFC. And I think that's fair. All right. I guess I'm not a rearview person. I'm not going to look at the okay. fact that Derek mm -hmm. Carr hasn't done anything in January yet. I want to look at what the potential that he has moving forward right. with Josh McDaniels. I'm sorry. Over the last 10 seasons, McDaniels has run an offense that has been the lead leader in scoring in the New England Patriots. So now he gets to go to Las Vegas and coach this team with an excellent quarterback. Y'all just talked about how you've proven an excellent quarterback. A Devontae Adams wide receiver. A Josh Jacobs coming out of the backfield. That's a powerful offense. I, and he playoff wins, Jamie. I, okay. I think it's fair. Right? Okay. Like yeah, no, I hear you. Okay. Now he makes it to the divisional round, mm -hmm. and he's got those numbers. Yeah. Are we getting closer? For sure. For yes. sure. Okay. You're talking about Because he has the potential. Those are not just made-up numbers. No, I know. Like, so put For all sure. those together, and you got it, man. You got That's it. That's what I like about that take, because the stakes here. Raiders finished 7-10 this year. doesn't get it done with all of what you're saying. Then where are we at with Derek Carr? Like, this is major, major pressure. Jason, you've played against him. During Derek Carr week as a defender, are we like, oh, man, guys, we better have a big week for facing Derek Carr. Is, it, what, is he one of those guys? He's one of those guys where the coaching staff hypes him up more because as a player you don't when you're going against Mahomes when you're going against Tom Brady when yeah. you're going against Aaron Rodgers you're coming in especially as a defensive back and you're just like yo I got to get ready to play Derek Carr is a guy that you don't really think in that way but then you turn the film on you're just like well damn this guy's better than I thought mm. very similar to like you said Matthew Stafford mm -hmm. and to bring up you guys points about winning yes it changes stuff but there's a top 10 list of quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl that are the worst ones to win a sure. Super Bowl. And we always talk about Trent Dilfer. There's no disrespect to him. <laughs> really good football player. They won a Super Bowl. Did that make Trent Dilfer a mm, top quarterback? No, it's just he's on a really good football I, team, manage it well. Even Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, when they won when Super Bowls earlier in their career mm -hmm. as young players, they weren't the guys kind of steering the ship all the way there. Mm. Good players managing the game and develop. Let mm. me flip it on you because he's been good. He's been good. Last year he had a special teams interim coach as his head coach. Yeah, was that yeah. They were great. Now he gets Josh McDaniels, who's mm -hmm. viewed as a quarterback whisperer. What, as a player who played for Josh McDaniels, yes. what will Josh do for Derek Carr that mm. maybe gives him that leap and maybe puts him in that conversation that Jamie's putting him in. Yes, Josh will highlight mismatches. He's a guy who is going to build his offense based on personnel. So he's going to find ways, whether it's shifts, motions, to get Darren Waller on a linebacker. Hunter to get Renfro. On a cornerback. Yeah. Find ways to move Hunter Renfro around so that guys can't get their hands on him on the line of scrimmage. That's what Josh is really good at. That's awesome. That's I'm in. Awesome. 
Last week, the Rams celebrated their Super Bowl victory with a ring ceremony that was unlike any other. Later that night, Matthew Stafford decided to do something he's never done before, post a picture on Instagram. That's right, Stafford is now officially a verified member of the IG mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what happens when you get a ring that weighs your entire hand that's down. Right. That thing is ridiculous. Okay, so guys, we wanted to, since we're going to hear more from Stafford, we wanted to pick a player or a coach that we would like to hear more from in 2022. Peter, who you got? When you get the bag, which is a term that I cringe at. But don't you secure it? You have to secure the bag. Secure the bag. Like, <laughs> there's something that comes with it. And I want to see Kyler Murray be like an alpha leader this season. And not just on Instagram or on Twitter or on social media or doing great posts or having a commercial in the locker room where he was throwing the ball with his helmet on. Like, I want to see Kyler Murray have that presence that we see in those big moments from Mahomes or that we see from a Tom Brady. And now that Kyler Murray is the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals for the foreseeable future, I'd like to see him wear that and be that guy. Like, I look at that team, I'm like, all right, who are the leaders? You want to say the C on the jersey is the leader, but I still think like J.J. Watt's a leader mm-hmm, on that team. Mm-hmm. I want A.J. Green is a leader on that team. I want to see Kyler take that next step. And again, you could say, hey, you don't see what we see in the building and all this stuff. That's fine. Perception matters also. Mm-hmm. No more bad body language. No more, you know, careless throws in there. I love Kyler. I think he's awesome. I want to see him wear that C both mm-hmm. on the field and off the field and be the face of that team. I want to see a lot more from Kyler Murray this year. I'm a believer that, hey, you pay a guy to continue to be what he's already been. Okay. Don't secure the bag mm. with him and assume that he's going to all of a sudden change. Okay. Fair you know? point. But for me, my guy I'm going with, McCole Harmon, friend of the show. Wow. Friend of the show. Last the week has some good things to say, talking about his opportunity and what it's going to mean. More importantly, Tyreek Hill is gone. This is a guy that had a ton of targets for this team, a ton of production. And when you look at some of the numbers, McCole Harmon was the receiver who was next in line behind Tyreek Hill when it came to yards, when it came to receptions. So this giant void now with Tyreek Hill gone, this allows McCole Harmon the opportunity to continue to improve because when you look at his stats, he's had an advance in receptions every year and yards every year. He's been taking the steps year after year, Mm -hmm. but he's had a guy in front of him who was arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Now Mm -hmm. it's, it's his time to shine. Guys, all I have to say is that the only way that roots grow out every single day (laughs) is if they grow stronger and Mm. if we water and we fertilize Mm. and we have to water more. And how will that flower (laughs) pop up? unless we water and we work together. Yes, so I need more life pep talks from Nick Sirianni. It's the best. Down the turnpike. This is new for me. Coming in five days a week, doing three hours of television. I just need a barrage of Nick Sirianni life pep talks. And and like, I'm just going to fertilize and water until he tells me the next thing I'm going to do because I will follow that man off a bridge. It's just like, that's genius. And his highlighter in his... And his highlighter down the turnpike, exactly. I like the reference. Who you got? Erdal, I'm with you. Thank you. You know, everybody laughed and he makes his plant metaphor. No, I... Right to the playoffs, folks. I haters. Playoffs. I love it. (laughs) Uh, I need more from Matthew Stafford. Matthew, if you're going to do the gram, you do the gram. You don't do one-off picture. And, you know, Peyton Manning joins Twitter. He's tweeting. Tom Brady is tweeting. 
What I need from Matthew Stafford is, uh, I need you to get a tiny little tattoo and post, I did a thing. I need you to post a past vacation from six months ago and write, take me back. Yep. I need a lot of pictures of food, yep. a lot of that. Um, I want a little uh, I want a little boomerang with like two glasses clinking yes. back and forth. Dink! And uh, lastly, you, you show a picture of your significant other and you write, date night with this cutie. That's what you have to do. Just yep. give us some of those. Yep. Not just one awkward picture, Matthew. If you're going to do the gram. Yep. And then like a mess with your kids around it. Be like, hashtag dad life. Hello. Hello, oh, dad life. Mood, exactly. weekend mode engaged, exactly. and all that stuff. <laughs> all right, Very bump nice. mode engaged. Coming up, there are a handful of unknowns surrounding the Chiefs this season, but is there any real cause for concern? I don't know. We're going to talk about it. I got McCall Hardman, huh? Break They're good. Down. They're fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, calling King. Harsh. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Let's head out 
to St. Joseph, Missouri, where our own Jeffrey Chidea is live from Chiefs training camp. Jeffrey, hello. The Kansas City receiving core has been revamped now that Tyreek Hill is down in Miami. So what is QB1 Patrick Mahomes saying to these new guys as they are getting ready for camp and their time together? Well, Jamie, he's really excited about this receiving core. Obviously, no Tyreek Hill, but a lot of talent still here. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Harmon, who you guys were talking about in the previous segment, and rookie Sky Moore. These guys spent some time with Mahomes during the offseason down in Texas working together. They've worked with him again after before training camp started. So he feels pretty good about where they're at. And Sky Moore right now, with the veterans not coming in, is really a point of emphasis. He's got great hands. Andy Reid raised about his physical build, built a lot like Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's a great route runner. So this is a guy who's going to get a lot of work, had a hamstring injury in the offseason. But again, if he comes along, these other three players are able to evolve and play with Travis Kelsey. They should be okay in the passing game once again. Jeffrey, you can't miss Orlando Brown, but the Chiefs might have to do it. They franchise tagged the big man, but could not get a deal done before the deadline. So are they expecting him to show up? Is he going to be there? What's the word? Well, that's the big question right now, and that will be the question up until 3 o'clock today, Central Time. That's when veterans need to be here and report. And Andy Reid was asked this question over the weekend. He said he's not sure what's going to happen here. They try to get the long-term deal done before the franchise tag deadline on July 15th. Did not happen. He still has a chance with that tender to make $16.8 million, but he wants big money. And usually when guys in the situation get to where they are right now, they wind up missing some camp right now. Chiefs aren't happy about that, but Andy Reid said left guard Joe Tooney, they paid big money to last offseason, can play left tackle in a pinch. So we'll see what happens if Tooney's playing there when the veterans hit the field on Wednesday. Awesome, Jeffrey. Thank you so much. Good to see you. It's only the beginning for us all. We appreciate your time. All right, guys, those Thank are a couple guys. of significant unknowns mm -hmm. in, of course, in Kansas City. But do the Chiefs have the biggest question marks across all AFC mm. contenders? And this is a very specific category. I feel like you had to kind of answer the question backwards. Like you got to identify contenders yeah. and then go back to the Chiefs. Good call. Without a doubt. And that's what made my answer easy. Yes, they are the team with the biggest question marks because you have to actually look at the contenders, contenders not yes. the dark horses. And this is a team... The other ones that we're talking about, contenders, we're talking about what they've gained, what Buffalo has gotten. Well, the different teams that were saying, hey, they added this guy, they added that guy. With Kansas City, we're talking about who they lost. They lost Tyreek Hill, the guy that had 159 targets last year that led the team in receiving yards and led the team in touchdowns. And do you know who followed him up in touchdowns amongst the receivers? Mm. Byron Pringle. Mm. And you know what? He's not there anymore. You know. So when you talk about question marks, this is a team, yes, they added Juju Smith-Schuster. They added MVS. We're talking about different guys that they're adding, but they have question marks. Mm. These aren't guys that we're saying, oh, they added this guy who's a two-time Pro Bowl guy, or this guy who's an All-Pro. These are guys that are coming in that we're expecting to make a leap and make that jump, but we don't know if they're going to do it. Without Tyreek Hill, you know who's going to be seeing more double teams? Travis Kelsey, sure. the guy that they're going to be looking to to do a lot for them on the offensive end. And then on the defensive guy, Tyron Matthew, Anthony Hitchens, Go defensive on. captains last year, both gone. You talked about McCall Hardman in the last hour. He's going to have to step up. Yes. Is he the number one or is it Juju? Like, how do you see this? MVS and... Is Hardman a number one wide receiver in the NFL? I think they're a team that we're not going to say, all right, he's the number one guy. They're going to have kind of jobs. 
You have MVS, you have Hardman. Those are going to be guys that they're going to look to to take the top off the defense. I'm interested to see who becomes Mahomes' favorite target. Mm -hmm. That's going to be who becomes the number one guy. It may not be talent-wise, but is it Juju on those third downs where he's able to get the ball and trust that he can work the slot and be able to get open and pick up a first down? They host the AFC title game every year. Mm -hmm. They don't just get they host it. They so beat true. the Bills in the playoffs. It feels like every year. Those are still some bad, bad dudes. But I'm going to talk about a team close to you, the Patriots. First question, we have to identify this. Are they a contender? Are they one of the AFC contenders? I think they are. I think they're always in. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of questions. So you got your surface level stuff. You got your, your low-hanging fruit. Who's calling the plays? Is it going to be Joe Judge? Is it going to be Matt Patricia? Even if they do give us one of those answers, there's still questions that come with that. Have they surrounded Mac Jones with enough weapons? Is Devontae Parker enough? It seems like a lot of the other teams were really busy and the Patriots weren't doing that much. But the biggest question of all is how are they going to beat number 17 for the Buffalo Bills? We've talked about them all morning. Josh Allen. And I think this is a fascinating time for Bill Belichick. And Jason, I, I think it's fascinating that you know the man. In his entire run as the New England Patriots head coach, he has never had a killer quarterback in his division. Never. You can go down every roster for the Dolphins and the Jets, anybody you want. Buffalo, it, it is a bunch of Brett Favre one year in the Jets, Chad Pennington with Dolphins. There has never been a guy, and now they have a freaking axe murderer up in the <laughs> Buffalo that they're going to have to play twice a year who beat them by 700 points in a playoff game. No shame the Patriots lost that game. Their rookie quarterback, they were on the road, it was tough. Just this is the new reality for Belichick, and we've never seen it. We've never said, oh, man, we got to face that guy twice. Are they ready for that? Is Mac Jones going to go to Buffalo and win? I know they beat him last year in that crazy wild game, but that was not even football, I feel like. That's the <laughs> biggest question for them. They could be great. I think they will be great. Are they going to be great enough to beat that Buffalo team? Because number 17 is it's very windy that night. Very windy. A lot very of precipitation. Windy. Very few oh, pass attempts. Three pass attempts for Mac Jones. Similar type of team for me, especially when you talk about historically and pedigree and the coach. Mike Tomlin never coached a bad team. And yet I'm looking at some of the people talking about the Steelers and they're talking five, six, seven wins. Is this a rebuilding Steelers team or a team that went to the playoffs last year and have the reigning defensive player of the year lining up uh, as TJ Watt will be doing week one? Like, I'm so, so curious what we get because, gosh, in, in, in whispers to coaches around the league, Maybe Trubisky's an upgrade from Roethlisberger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Like, I don't know if Ben was slinging it like he used Last to. Last year's version. This yeah. is, yeah, the 2021 version of Ben was not the same version it was five years ago. And yeah. maybe Trubisky's younger, can move out of the pocket, and can run Matt Canada's offense. He'll never have the leadership of Ben or the pedigree or the resume. But gosh, like, what are the Steelers? And it's all about one position to me, the quarterback spot. Mm -hmm. Because Najee's going to be there. They've got good receivers. They've mm -hmm. got an offensive and defensive line. And when you have Cam Hayward and, of course, when you've got T.J. Watt, like you've got two of the best defensive players no, in the shot. entire NFL, Minka Fitzpatrick in the back, like they're a good team. Mm -hmm. Are they a contender? It's going to be after Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Mm -hmm. I don't know who is going to be the quarterback come crunch time. Yeah, this topic for me brings up an existential question when it comes to okay. offenses, which is does the quarterback make the receiver? Does the receiver make the quarterback? Sure. Mm. So with the Chiefs, Hello, your quarterback is still Patrick Mahomes. Like, I think Tyreek Hill is a talent, but your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. The Titans are the team that I think I'm going to consider them a contender. I really need, the, need them to prove themselves for me in the first couple weeks of the season. And I was terrible at math, but go with me here. You're going to fit The greater loss of, Ty, of Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, is uh -huh. not as big of a loss as Ryan Tannehill is without A.J. Brown. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so... 
We're looking at this A.J. Brown number. Now, this is life without the guy that you love to throw okay, to. Okay, this is good. Okay, so Mahomes without Tyreek Hill. Still 3-1, still throws eight touchdowns to his other that options. Doesn't give the ball away. Ryan Tannehill struggles without an A.J. Brown. Now, A.J. Brown is not with Tennessee anymore. They have to figure out their offense. Who is Tannehill relying on? Patrick Holmes not only can rely on himself as a quarterback, but you still have Travis Kelsey. I just don't see this going well for Tannehill with the Tennessee Titans. He needs to find options in quickly. Is Traylon Burks the guy? Yeah, right away. The headlines haven't really shown us that right away. And it's there are some growing pains that happen there. So, again, it begs the question, who makes what? And I think Patrick Holmes is going to be a phenomenal quarterback. I could be his wide receiver, and he would still be. I would love to do <laughs> for, that. For just, for just a viewer. I mean, this yeah. is the depth chart at wide receiver. Robert Woods, Nick Westbrook, Akine, and Traylon Burks are like the one, two, three. That yeah. is not what no. the Chiefs have. With no, Robert exactly. Woods, right. Robert Woods coming off injury. Robert yeah, Woods exactly. coming off injury. So if you're going to consider the Titans a contender, I'm going to go they have a lot more question marks than the Chiefs do. They have tons. And, and, yeah. and the, the, one of the biggest questions is, are our eyes going to glaze over every time we talk about the Titans this year? Yeah. We kind of have a history of the Titans. And I say this to you as a former Titan. It's just a little mild, a little tepid, and you start to get excited. Okay, maybe there's something. And like that playoff game was was really rough. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like yeah. confirming everyone's doubts about the Tennessee Titans. A one seed, losing to the Bengals. Tannehill's a mess. What, what do you make of the Titans this year? Should we believe in them? I don't see the Titans as a contender. And a lot okay. of it okay. is because yeah. of Number one seed last year. I know. For, for sure. And, in a loaded AFC. Which was surprising to me because like you just said, number one seed, you're getting Derrick Henry back. And your, your thought process is, all right, here we go. We're going to win this thing. And then you trade away A.J. Brown. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's yes. just for a younger team where you're still building, you can get the young guy in, bring him along, and he'll grow yeah. with the team. But for a team where you're ready to win right now, mm -hmm. your team is built for that. The number one seed last year. And we get rid of our most productive offensive player with Derrick Henry not being out there. That makes it tough for me to really believe they're going to be the team that takes it over the top. Mm. A very good team, though, mm. but I don't know if I have them in my contender slip right now. Peter, I, I heard know. we have a Absolutely. special friend coming on tomorrow. Is we that do. true? What, do, we what do. are we doing? You might have seen uh, Randy Reed before. Not Andy, but Randy Reed. Uh -oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh. You might uh -oh. like the show Modern Family. Yes. Um, Love it. Yes. We might be having a guest tomorrow in studio that we're very excited about. Really? Are we going down the street? We might be going. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Well, two new friends here. How yes. excited Thank are we? You. I mean, this is honestly, seriously, a very... Very, very cool day I'm for Peter up. and me, for yep. all of us. Jason and Jim, you guys are rule. How do you feel? I, I feel amazing. I want to say I had eight amazing years at CBS, taught me a lot about football, but this feels like where we're supposed to be. Hell yes. I love my new teammates. I'm loving love it here. Let's do it. You know. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.